Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Welcome to the Luke and Pete Show. Two men in a room talking about absolutely chod all. How are you doing, Luke? Are you all right? Good. I've never heard that word before. Chod. 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 Is I that another uh, word? Chod. We always use chod as like kind of like dirt or shit. You know, we're just chod, just absolute detritus. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard it. Oh. I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm all right, Luke. Um, I did something I've... I did two things, actually, uh, that I've never done before. Right. Uh, first uh, is um, uh, w- uh, my well-publicised um, uh, tax bill uh, issues from oh, a yeah. weeks ago. Well-publicised um, by you, by the way. By me. <laughs> I just want people to know I'm paying my tax. Um, uh, <laughs> I was, I was like, I think I've got. Cause I'm trying to pull to get, like, figure out, like, how I can pay this bill. And yeah. I was, like, I think I've got a couple of hundred quid of Ethereum kicking around somewhere. <laughs> so I went on a bit of a hunting journey for a login for a, a, a Coinbase wallet. wallet. Say again. You went on a little bit of a hunt for your crypto wallet. A little bit of, little bit of a hunt for my crypto wallet, and I found it. And I had 150 uh, quid's worth of uh, crypto uh, Ethereum for a thing I was doing like a couple of years ago. Um, and you'd think a couple of years ago, probably worth a bit, nasty, nah, worth nothing. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think I put much money in. Anyway, um, I was like, cool, cool, that's good. And But I also found um, a couple of like, you know what I said um, a little while ago? I had like, uh, um, I, I was involved in, like a card NFT thing, like a yeah. football card NFT game sort yeah. of thing, like fantasy football, uh, like FIFA Pro cards, but it's like all NFTs. And this was like yeah. a year ago. Uh, mm-hmm. I was dicking about with it, and um, it was a waste of my time, waste of everyone's time, <laughs> it was a pile of shit. Um, <laughs> but but I, it got me on this thing. I was like, so how do I get these this um, King Kazoo? Uh, commemorative card one of a thousand um, not so rare NFTs how do I put that in my Coinbase wallet anyway so I'm figuring out how to do that and I was like let me put that in the thing because it'd be funny um, and then I was like how do you like because all of those things where they sell a lot of this stuff um, they're on the I think open is it open C or something they're one of the big kind of marketplaces for this uh, right. NFT art 
um, I went on there and I was like, Jesus Christ, there's a lot of like just fraudulent, uh, and I'm more than uh, willing to go to fucking court on this one, just absolute IP infringement. People just putting uh, their own pictures on there with the word Nike written on it and stuff. Like yeah. real kind of like copyright, prob- problematic copyright Wild kind of stuff, shit. Right? Wild West stuff, right? And they're putting them on there and no one's buying them and the only people that are buying them are themselves and, you know, all this stuff. There's just a lot of shit floating around. Anyway, so I'm not here to debate the, whether NFTs work or not. But I was like, how do you mint an NFT? Because like, people talk about this minting. I'm going to mint all of these NFTs at a time and it's going to be dropped at a certain time. Um, so I minted an NFT, Luke. Oh, my God. Right? And I just dragged a random picture from my desktop into OpenSea and it's just on for sun sale. How much? <laughs> I, I don't know. I just put it on there. I don't know. But it's there. And if I can do it, anyone can. Like, it doesn't. And, and I've deleted it so because so, it's a piece of, it was just a random picture um, probably a picture of you <laughs> it's just a picture, random picture on my desktop and I was like it's, it's that easy people talk about minting it like it's uh, the most like the, the most difficult sort of process in the world but they, yeah. like you're literally just dragging it in and it's there and you've got a little blockchain dress thing and it's just like I've what got, is that um, about? I've got so Bizarre. many thoughts I've got so many thoughts <laughs> I'll try and get through them in order one is as your broadcast and business partner yeah, I don't like to hear you say or start a story by saying I'm more than happy to go to court on this one because <laughs> that's quite nerve wracking. Yeah, um, okay, fair. Number two is that um, I knew that that Pete folder I've had on my phone for six, seven, eight years is going to come yes. to fruition because I've got so many great photos of you yeah. and videos that yeah. would be brilliant NFTs, and I'm more than happy to give you a ten percent cut. Any any fa- <laughs> any fa- <laughs> any favourites? Me jumping out the uh, behind the curtain naked uh, for yeah, Marcus. That that is, we're never going to share this, and we because yeah. because it would be it's very it, graphic. It would infringe. It would impinge on your dignity. Yeah, but I do think it is worth saying to our listeners. It's a story probably worth telling. So. For those who've listened to the Football Ramble for a very long time, you may remember that we used to do like a video. And actually, do you know what? Looking back on it, it was actually some of the best work we've done. We would find a, <laughs> a topic that had happened that week and we would kind of lampoon it in a football way. And we'd do that yeah. video for every single episode. And mm. we would say, get it in all the usual places. And there's an amazing sto- there's an amazing load of outtake videos, which probably we could share. Of mm. Do you remember that time? I can't remember who it was, but one footballer s- scratched another foot scratched his own oh it was Yogi Love yeah, it was Yogi he Love, scratched yeah. his nuts and sniffed it and yeah. we did the video of you scratching my nuts and sniffing yeah, it and sniffing it yeah. and then me looking into the camera going get it in all your usual places and it took about <laughs> 70 takes and I've got all of them on my phone anyway you're not a professional and I'm a professional yeah the you're one we're talking about is uh, is <laughs> it was the week that Newcastle United got relegated from the Premier League mm. and Marcus was doing a piece to camera and you were behind a big black curtain with a gap in it and halfway through the video you were supposed to put your head through the curtain and say I'm not coming out I don't want to do the show anymore and that was the kind yeah. of that was the joke mm. but Marcus couldn't get through it I don't know why I think he was just a little bit a little bit perturbed that you were behind a curtain yeah, behind him never, never good never no. ideal and then for when you were supposed to put your head out you somehow had managed to get yourself completely naked behind the curtain yeah and jumped out going yes yes um, but it is the one of the best videos I've ever seen and I cannot show it to anyone <laughs> I've been through that video frame by frame I think, it's, it's, I think you nothing better you can't take anything away from it or add anything to it it's going to make it better it is a perfect I, video I think you know when we were sort of uh, speculating as to when I got hench uh, that was you were very definitely much... quite ripped around that time 
I, I mean, from that, those stills, I definitely were not. So it may have been before that. But um, that was in uh, where they used USB. to record audiobooks. USB. Uh, for the blind. Yeah. They used we to record like, took, books for the blind. They gave us a, they did no, us wish a favor. They were. Let us record in that. <laughs> let us record in that studio. And we, not literally, because that would be unacceptable. We metaphorically soiled it every week for about a year. <laughs> I think they were, they were like, "What are these guys even doing here?" They shuttered it after us. They they just they just moved away. Yeah, <laughs> never mind. I also remember. Um, I also remember um, when sometimes I'll get stick on the. Obviously, everyone gets stick on the internet when you're doing stuff, and I don't. I, I've kind of limited all my Twitter mentions and stuff now, so it doesn't happen very often. But you're so, you're, saw, you're so curaty about your Twitter. It does make me giggle. It's it's just hard work, man. Hard work. It's not really, is it? You click a button saying mute people who don't follow you and <laughs> you don't have your mentions on certain settings. But anyway, sometimes I get <laughs> I get stick from people who say, oh, Luke, he only knows about football because he uses the internet. And it's like, well, first of all, like, doesn't everyone use the internet, right? Sure they mm. do. And yeah. secondly, I can remember, Pete, you, you didn't sort out the internet at our recording studio before this one for like three years. Absolutely. Right. So we couldn't use the internet for any show. What and do you mean? I found out uh... then. So I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I I didn't start the internet, but we weren't supposed to be there. No, that's what I mean. I'm not blaming you. I understand the reason. <laughs> Tell you your iPhone like everyone I else. That. I get that. But it was just, just funny that people, the weird things people criticise you for. Anyway, um, <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, yeah. So if we, I reckon, can, so is there any laws around, um, I presume there isn't any laws around kind of um, explicit content on NFTs? Oh, I don't know. Actually, I mean, no, no, I don't. I don't think so. If you're willing to sort of buy it, um, maybe the people who are selling the 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 marketplace, I suppose, that are selling it, um, would probably have a problem with it. And I I, I would like to make it clear the, uh, the 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 forged and IP infringing. They're very. They do have a team of people who check this stuff out, and and these weren't checked out at that point, but they were very visible and oh, very purchasable. Oh no, you were prepared to go to Just court about it earlier. Now you're fucking hedging. Rowing back to Shaw. The old dancer would never have done that. The old dancer <laughs> would have been rogue as fuck. The old dancer used to scream down the phone at fucking Freddie <laughs> Foreman, slagging him off. Where's your bravery gone, Dawson? Who's Freddie Foreman? The geezer you fucking talked about as a reprehensible thug. He was a... Is that his name? Oh, uh, Frankie Fraser. Frankie <laughs> Fraser. Mad Freddie Foreman. Freddie Foreman's an actor. Oh, I don't know I, get that from. <laughs> I knew it was a double F. But anyway, I do think there's probably between eight and ten photos slash videos of you that could do really well as NFTs. One is that right. one. The other one yeah. is you standing head to toe in that green morph suit. Yeah. For some CGI thing we did. Me fall off my chair. Absolutely. You fall off your chair would Classic. do very well. Yeah. Um, remember when we were travelling back from Greece and your shampoo exploded in your bag and I got a photo of you in the queue? Yeah, less fun, that one. Yeah, that, that would do really well because that's, like, that that's like a proper like a photo tells a thousand words. Just you look so <laughs> angry in it. There's loads that would do really well. I've got a peak folder of about 250 yeah. in there. And I lost about 30 when I got my phone nicked and I didn't back it up properly. And that's annoying. Back up your peat folders, guys. That's, I know. That's your only advice I know. To I, I was but... fucking fuming. There's some really good stuff on there. <laughs> um, um, so, yeah. so the other thing I did, apart from um, entering the world of minting NFTs, good God, what a pile of nonsense that is. Um, I sold something on Facebook Marketplace, and Luke, it went badly. <laughs> Oh, normally you're a purchaser, not badly. a seller. I know. I'm a I'm a I'm a peruser. Well, it's kind of one a, one purchase and a sell and a sale. Um, 
I I was I had like a, I got like a, a TV you know when I locked you in my flat um, the the stand <laughs> that my TV was on a little black thing with strange I don't remember that bit. <laughs> had, you know, had quite is a it not lot on your, my mind check, check your peat folder <laughs> check your peat folder um, yeah it's just a little TV stand and it's been with me for you know ten years and it's just sat in the cabin doing fuck all so I'm like oh fuck it I'll put it on Facebook Marketplace and I didn't sell it I just said it for free I said <laughs> you got a sentimental attachment to a TV stand <laughs> it's a nice TV stand got me through a lot right. um, and it's uh, and uh, so I stuck it on Facebook Marketplace and just said look um, come and pick it up uh, or, or you know I could deliver it within reason but you know I just want it rid of it because I'll take it to the tip tomorrow. Um, and this woman got in touch and said, I'll, 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 yeah, I'll love it. Yeah, brilliant. I'll have it. Uh, and she said, uh, she said, I'll come pick it up tomorrow. I was like, you know what? Yeah. She was like a good 25 minutes away by car. <laughs> so I thought, I'll fucking drive it. I like driving, you know. Um, uh, so, so, so I stuck the thing in the back of the car, got there, and she was really lovely. She was like, oh, my God, thank you so much for driving it all the way to Benfleet. That's so, that's so much appreciated. She's um, paying for this? Can I, no, no, it's free. So, Fuck so, you now, so, mate. So, so delivering this thing, I just got wanted to get rid of it. And I was trying to do someone a good turn, um, and uh, and I had noticed that it fucking got scratched and fucking the back of the car. It was a write-off. Really? I'd fucking, I fucked it. I'd absolutely fucked it. And what I, did she say? I angled it away from, and, and this is to my discredit because well, you give it to for I'm, free. I'm usually. You know, I'm fucking worried about what people think about me. But I rocked up this thing. I angled it in a way that she didn't see the massive fucking scratch on the top, uh, and put it down. And uh, she was really lovely. She went, and, and I could not get out there fast enough. I felt like an absolute criminal. Um, Way to your house. Wow. <laughs> but I mean, she, I mean, she had a couple of cars, so she was clearly earning. And she probably could have taken it to the tip herself. And I'd driven twenty five, thirty minutes to get there. So I think, all in all, my conscience should be slightly clear. But that's very not me. But the key thing is, you're not go, asking to pay for it, right? So it's, no. it's kind of no harm done, really. No, if you'd agreed a fee, would you have knocked some money off it? Do you think? <laughs> I, I would have went I'm continuing to write the tip I'll give, I would have given it for free because it was a, it was a pro, proper big gouge because I hadn't protected it in the back of the car and I just felt really bad and and she, she got back in touch on the Facebook going oh mate thank you very much it's such uh, thank you so much for driving it um, my uh, my daughter's just got a new house and she loves it and I was like well either but then I was thinking is she telling the truth or is she just trying to sort of ascertain and get me to admit that I scratched it in the car <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a nice thing to do, and I guess if you're starting out in a new home, you probably don't care that much. Just got a little scratch in it, do you? Do you? Yeah. I, 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 chances are the TV the TV would uh, cover it anyway because it was right in the middle. But I just felt really bad. When <laughs> I, just, I, I, I remember just... once, mate, I remember once <laughs> we got fitted wardrobes put in our bedroom, and before that we had these two big unwieldy fucking massive IKEA wardrobe things. Yeah. They were just far too big. And once you put them together, you couldn't take them apart again. And I sold yeah. them on like Gumtree or something. Yeah. And I had to take them. And we've got a small house. So I, I had to get them down the stairs and everything. And I had no one really to help me. So I got my downstairs neighbor at the time, Ed, good lad, to come up and help me do it. And um, I thought, I'm not going to, there's nowhere to put these, right? So I can't really move them from where they are until she comes to collect them in this van, right? Yeah. So there's no, there's no way I can get them downstairs and leave them because there's nowhere to leave them. So when I knew she was probably be on her way, about an hour to spare or whatever, I I said, hey, come up and we'll move these wardrobes. And I sold both of them to this same lady. For like 100 quid or something. Not a massive right. amount of money. It was, it was a good deal for everyone. I got the first one down the stairs, right? The second one fucking smashed oh, on no. the way down. 
nuts. So like it, 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 it like you know when you when you angle something over, say a banister, I think it was the weight of its on its own warps oh, no, yeah. it and breaks it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the whole sma- the whole base of it was smashed. Yeah, like it couldn't really be used. And then she turned up, and I said, "Look, I'm really sorry. Um, look, I could, I could like, yeah, you know, I don't really know what to tell you, but this is what's happened. I'm mm. not obviously not going to charge you a hundred quid. Do you know what? I'm happy just to get them out of the house. Why don't you just take them?" Yeah, and she was like, "Oh no, 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 it's fine. I, I promise you, I'll give you a hundred quid. So I, I owe you fifty quid for it. So here's." And she she was really nice about it. She insisted on giving me fifty quid. And then when yeah. she drove off, me and Ed just smashed up the other one, put it in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, the the uh, we had the similar situation with that. Like uh, when you get big cupboards, like with big glass panes in them, like there's not like you can take them apart again. Yeah, fine, but they ain't going back again because the weight and the tension and the tolerances are so um, the, heavy that like you, the, you whenever however you put it back together, the the, the the screws will just be a little bit weaker. The sort of yeah, stress yeah, yeah. points about a little bit weaker. We've got I managed to get a big old fucking cupboard together by myself and put them on the rails and stuff, and it was a good. So heavy and so big, and I'm glad I managed it. But I have had to reinforce the walls with some um, braces and some uh, some uh, hint- not hinges. That would be the worst thing to put. I'm, just putting, a, <laughs> I'm putting a flap in the roof of the uh, cupboard. But yeah, I've but, had to but, sort um, of make them better. The reason I never use Facebook Marketplace is because I've subsequently found out in recent years that where I live, it is an absolute gold mine. You basically just leave stuff outside your house and say, and "Please it take it for free," yeah. and yeah. they're gone. It's gone. Like, yeah. I've, I've, in, in recent weeks alone, I've put a bed frame and two of our old cat carriers out the front of the house. Yeah. And they've been gone by the next day. And you know for a fact it won't... You, you have this kind of romantic idea that it'll be used for a cat or something, but it'll just go into Horner's house. It'll just have some a box of KFC in it. <laughs> well, either that, either that or they'll take it to a... I don't know. They'll, they'll probably try and sell it themselves on Marketplace for like a fiver and they've made like a tenner or something. Right, okay. So yeah. those cat carriers, they, I probably could have sold them for a fiver each if I cleaned them. <laughs> okay, I, yeah. I, it's not worth it, is it? It's just not worth the time. Speaking of uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, uh, things on Facebook Marketplace, um, I, it's probably not true, but it made me laugh. <laughs> it's the picture and the in the and uh, the writing. Um, Help my neighbour hang a seventy-five inch TV he bought from a crackhead. When he turned it on, it was the menu from KFC. <laughs> <laughs> That can't be true. They're not programmed <laughs> well, on the telly, are they? I guess it's plugged you in would... by USB, isn't it? It would be a little media player, I think, that would be kind of Wi-Fi or four G. Maybe it would just automatically update, or they'd be they'd be you know like the one the TV that you've got behind you in that studio. You've yeah. got like a little media re- reader. It's like a twenty quid little bit of kit, and it just um, yeah, and, and and you can sort of change the image on it and stuff, and presumably. KFC just send a file. They put it on the on the um, on the discs, and they and they update the the, the screens. There probably wouldn't be much need to have like a an always on Wi Fi sort of situation. But you could just pl- you could just plug it in to a different USB and hit the source button and change. it I'm though, sure right? they're. Be- I, I mean, I don't think KFC are that worried about people stealing the screens that are in the bloody thing. <laughs> but clearly, no. someone's got away with one. No, exactly. <laughs> um, all right. On that note, Pete, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll do some emails from our listening community shall we say it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze relax and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind 
When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's more to Irish history than St. Patrick. And Shane Todd and Hazel Hayes are here to tell you all about it on We're Not Fucking Historians, the Irish history podcast with a few facts and plenty of crack, like the legendary Irish warrior Cúchulainn. Some sources say he killed the dog by driving a hurling stone down its throat. Now, he's six. Hazel, <laughs> did someone say the naughty step? <laughs> Jesus, someone, someone went to bed without <laughs> supper, didn't they? Someone <laughs> called Super Nanny because he's at it again. Or Ned Kelly, Australia's infamous Irish-born bush ranger. Punishment was imprisonment with or without hard labour. I'd, I'd prefer without. If possible. <laughs> yeah. If it's going. Do you, have, do you have any without hard labour? Yeah, can I have the without labour substitute, please? Can, can, I I get, I, can I get the hard labour on the side? Can I get almond um, <laughs> instead of hard labour, please? Search We're Not Historians. That's We're Not Historians in your favourite podcast app for weekly episodes every Tuesday. Let's see what these people have said about it. Amazing. The Times. <laughs> Whoa. New York Times. A lot of times. <laughs> Great, Hazel herself. <laughs> We're not fucking historians. Is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. All right then, it's the Luke and Pete show. My name is Pete Donaldson, and I'm joined by Mr. Luke Moore. And Hello. what have we got? What have we got from everyone? What have we got from everyone? Eh? Hey. Um. Well. We we did say last week we'd do squeeze one more hand hurting email in. Mm. I, I think I think we should just try and squeeze it in. Yeah, um, I think so. Um, but, Jam it but, through the letterbox. Yeah, but um, I want to just say that it's titled from our friend Andrew, who's emailed it in. My almost fingerless Friday. Lovely. So that's not a, a meal available from KFC, KFC on that telly. <laughs> um, it's, Can't lick them is, if you don't have them. It is probably as it sounds. So if you are of the squeamish disposition, I've no idea ah, you've been listening em. to this. Um, bear that in mind. Okay, Andrew says, "All right, chaps, I heard you cry for stories of hand injuries, and thought finally I have a reason to write in. And I should mm. say, by the way, this is the last one of these we're going to do. So don't keep sending okay. them in. We'll think of another topic <laughs> for, for for future emails. But this is the last one we're going to do. Have you ever hurt uh, your leg? <laughs> <laughs> Andrew says we're going to go back a few years now, but I was working uh, in the building world." And we were renovating a jazz bar in Luton. Imagine what a jazz bar in Luton is like. Um, <laughs> what would it even be like? Yeah. Anyway, point. as part of the build, we were to clad the back wall in reclaimed wood to give the bar a rustic feel. 
Enter my final destination moment. I was using a drop saw to cut lengths of the timber for this wall. After a cut though, the stand on which the timber was supported fell, naturally leaving me to extend my arm to grab the wood. At this point, the blade was still spinning, but for some reason, the protective guard which covers the blade after a cut had not dropped into place. This meant I had thrusted my own hand into said spinning blade. The split second of realisation of what had happened quickly dawned on me. Looking at my left index finger, all I could see was a lot of blood uh, and lots of other awful stuff. Feeling a bit sick, I went straight to the hospital where I learned that I'd need surgery to reattach my tendon and many a stitch to make my deformed mess of a finger work again. <laughs> this followed by six weeks off work and not a lot to do as my finger was in a splint, so I walked around just pointing at everything. Uh, like like that, um, that blog, remember Kim Jong-un points at things. Um, on the flip side it was a World Cup year so my summer was spent watching the World Cup and playing copious amounts of ping pong as this was the only one handed activity with small amounts of movement I was allowed to do um, cheers lads keep up the good work Andy Kitely an old friend an odd team occasionally a teammate of Sir Marcus Speller there we oh. go there's your link yeah good stuff I mean, that could have been worse though couldn't it could have been worse that could have been a lot worse I mean just I mean it, when you use this sentence um, this meaning I thrusted my own hand into said spinning blade it's less than ideal no matter which way you slice it and he sliced it I think yeah, I think given that sentence that's the best outcome he could have hoped for <laughs> that's the best outcome he could have <laughs> yeah. hoped for so no more hand emails we're going to no we're more gonna hand stop emails for crying out loud um, mm. we can move on to other emails though um, Scott's come in with um, some kind of solution to my runny nose problem or just runny nose problems in general that was mine wasn't it do you remember what I said when I leave the house on a cold day I'm the world leading mucus provider Oh, right, yes, that's right. Yeah, I'm more of a, um, my, my face goes big uh, and my throat closes up and I go into some kind of shock. Uh, Luke's got a bit of a, th- a th- naughty nose Yeah, <laughs> he goes outside. Hello, Luke and Pete. Uh, this is Scott. I don't normally email podcasts or shows, etc. Oh, don't put yourself out, Scott. Uh, but I thought this one time I can actually add something to the discussion, so why not give it a go? I'm bracing myself for the inevitable disappointment of not being read out and then I'll never email anyone ever again. <laughs> The problem you describe is something I wondered about a few years ago. I cycle a lot and my nose would almost constantly run. And I think to myself, what on earth is going on? I'll need an extra water bottle just to replace the hose pipe that's apparently become lodged in my face. This is why cycling gloves have that soft patch on the thumb so that you can wipe your nose. I didn't oh, even realise that existed. That's disgusting. Upon uh, doing some research, I discovered that it is in fact not snot that is leaking from your nose in this situation. It is likely to be mostly spinal fluid. It's not spinal <laughs> fluid. I added that in. It's mostly just water. As anyone who oh. wears glasses will be all too aware, if you come into a warm building on a cold day, your glasses will immediately fog up with condensation. This is essentially what's happening to your nose. The difference in temperature between the air you're breathing out and the lining of your nose mean uh, that you are breathing in the air that is condensing onto the lining of your nose and subsequently running out and making itself a new since the same would happen in your mouth but you're less likely to know it's for obvious reasons that's a really driving down the street that's uh. brilliant <laughs> I'd, I'd never thought of that and that makes perfect sense yeah it does yeah you're right while some of the fluid will be mucus if you examine it you'll find it's probably both clear and very runny like water as opposed to the nasty coloured often thick stuff when you have a cold hope this helps I remember when I first discovered it I had a moment where I thought well obviously and felt a bit silly my um, source is this uh, I both researched at the time and I'm a real life scientist biochemist despite what some of my colleagues might say and it sounds like this is exactly what it would be all the best the pod is great and I have Crohn's disease uh, so I always feel somewhat sympathetic for Pete and his ongoing bowel related issues Shoes, uh, and I don't have any battery brands of interest. Good pilot at these PSs here, Scott. Thank you. Uh, I don't have any uh, battery brands of interest. My apologies. I changed all of my batteries out for rechargeable ones because I'm not some sort of planet-hating barbarian. <laughs> wow. Uh, 
there's Good a, stuff. There's a lot going on there from Scott, yeah. but I love that insight. That's exactly makes perfect sense to me. True. I get it. I totally True. get it. Completely agree. Mm. Smashing stuff. All right, great stuff. So why don't we go? Why don't we wrap up with this final email from Patrick in South Dakota? Let's Partly do just it because he's from South Dakota, and I reckon that's the first person to ever email in from mm. that state. Uh, and this is on the theme of most eventful shortcuts that we were doing a while back. Do you remember that, Pete? <laughs> Uh, yes, yes. Bloke almost yes, jumped into a zoo, do you remember? Incredible stories, yeah. Um, so Patrick says, um, Hi guys, I'm just catching up on episodes and have my own summer abroad shortcut story. In the summer of 2014, I was studying in Istanbul. You might recall the weeks of political unrest that took place in Turkey around this time. And as a group of 20-year-old Americans, we had not ever experienced anything like this. One night when the protests had died down, a few classmates and I went out to the main city square where many of the protesters had gathered. Unexpectedly, the police arrived with tear gas and water cannon. We began running back towards our apartments. One of our younger colleagues was insistent he knew the fastest way home, despite the other five of us telling him he was mistaken. He took off running the wrong way on his own, while the rest of us successfully returned to our apartment. Several hours later, he had not returned and we had not heard from him. As we were discussing the futility of going out and searching for him, my phone rang. It was our missing friend who began the conversation simply with, I made a mistake. He told me he was in the hospital and asked that I bring him his passport. (laughs) It happened that as he was running away from the protest, he fell 20 feet into a cement pit at an abandoned construction site, breaking both of his arms and legs and was predictably in excruciating pain. Yeah. He underwent surgery in Istanbul and spent the next several weeks there in recovery before he was flown back to the States on a private medical jet. Up until this point, I thought the obscenely expensive travel insurance we were forced to buy from the university was a scam. (laughs) <laughs> I've not seen him for several years now, but to my knowledge, he has made a full recovery. Patrick in South Dakota. Now that is an eventful shortcut, to say the least. Get get your hair plugs done at the same time, that's what I would say. If you're is that where you go for that? That's where you go for that. It's very cheap uh, surgery, so uh, yeah, probably in the best of hands. What's his um, <laughs> With the worst of legs. Or if they decide just to do his hair... Well, he was there. He just wouldn't be able to stop him, would he? Because he can't use his arms or his legs, so he exactly. could do it. What, um, he couldn't wrestle a doctor. Where do people go for dentistry now? Is that still Eastern Europe or is that India now? Oh, Poland. Poland. I yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, uh, it's interesting. Oh, it's in- like, um, yeah, people do a lot of uh, a lot of that because it's cheaper out there. I, I, I wonder really. if like we have to really take stock here and realise that, um, you know, if you are actually travelling over a thousand miles to another country. Mm. To get your sur- to get work done, and it's still cheaper, including all the travel. Yeah, something's gone wrong. Yeah, somebody's gone a bit uh, awry, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. I, I know. Well. Speaking of speaking of really boring expense-related issues, while I was um, before we go, um, I noticed the other day that to heat my two-bedroom flat for a month the other day, yeah, the bill was a hundred and eighteen quid. <laughs> It's just mad, isn't it? Like, it's, uh, you know, we talk about the cost of living and stuff, but I mean, these energy, like, uh, people said the energy prices are going to, but when people sort of say the energy prices are going up massively and there's going to be a massive fuel crisis, you know, there's going to be a massive energy crisis um, financially, um, I don't think any of us really gave it much as much thought as it needed to be given you know what i mean yeah and we're we're relatively comfortable you know what i mean it's 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 yeah. like we're pretty all right that's that's um, that's the motivation for me saying it because yeah. i live in a second a first floor flat where we get a huge amount of you know you know over we basically get heated by the flat downstairs because obviously heat yeah. rises and it's, it makes yeah. the floors really warm and it's great there's only two of us we're at mm. work a lot of the time 
mm. and it's a it's a small place. So I have no idea how much it's costing like a family of four yeah. in a house, you know, which hasn't got that those benefits and is a lot bigger. It's, it's scandalous, man. It's absolutely scandalous. Terrible. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway. don't worry. We've got the best people at the top to help yeah. us all out. What, you and um, me? Oh, no, not <laughs> yeah, me and you. Yeah. Me and you. Uh, all right, we'll be back on uh, Thursday for battery brands and all kinds of nonsense. We'll have to think up of a new topic uh, for people to get involved, but we'll do that at the end of uh, the next show, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, good idea. Uh, yeah, lovely stuff. Um, goodbye, Luke. We'll goodbye see you to you too. See you later on. Ta-ta. Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.